1: Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.
0: Shop now at DietzandWatson.com slash the right way.
1: That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way.
0: This episode is brought to you by Talenti Gelato and Sorbetto.
1: You might know it as that amazing gelato and sorbetto that comes in a clear pint with a twist-off lid.
0: But it's got a name, and that name is Talenti.
1: That's good. That, uh, that name really says a lot about the talents... Of the sorbetto and gelato makers at Talenti.
0: Well, they have come up with thirty-three enticing flavors, like my personal favorite, sea salt caramel, which has like hunks of like gooey caramel candy in it. Oh, did I you th- know that? No,
1: I didn't know that. I haven't tried that one. I have tried the. I mean,
0: you're like just kind of going along, you know, eating the court as you do your own the business. entire court, and then you come upon like hunks of chewy caramel stuff. It, it is really good. Okay, they also have Mediterranean mint. Absolutely. Sicilian pistachio, the only kind of pistachio to eat, really.
1: Yeah, if it's not Sicilian, it's crap. That's what I always say. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got salted peanut caramel, which is which is probably my favorite. It's got whole like roasted peanuts in it. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the best thing about uh, Talenti gelato is nobody can watch you eat it, so you can take <laughs> of the whole quart and do whatever you want with it.
0: Wait a minute, is that like a thing with Talenti gelato? Nobody can watch you eat it. Does well, it come, okay. Does it come with like blinders to put on all your friends? <laughs> to be fair,
1: <laughs> um, to be fair, that's true of all gelato. But um,
0: oh, oh no, what? <laughs> <laughs> i i mean it's
1: like if you're sitting at home eating it people wait a
0: minute wait a minute so like <laughs> does gelato come with i'm picturing like the old school voters booth yes that you go in and slide the curtain behind you in
1: okay talenti gelato voters booth not included <laughs> but it is delicious and you can find it in your grocer's freezer case almost certainly uh to find it at a store near you go to talenti I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any.
0: Today, we are talking about what is probably everybody's favorite summer fruit, and that's strawberries. I think
1: some people like, I don't know, marion berries.
0: Mm, uh, maybe peaches. Yeah, peaches. Peaches. Yeah, peaches.
1: Uh, white raspberries. <laughs> blue raspberries. Blue raspberries, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I could go for a Slurpee. When is
0: somebody going to make a blue strawberry?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Why
0: hasn't that happened yet?
1: You know no one's made a blue raspberry, right?
0: I know, but blue raspberry is like a... (laughs) Right,
1: it's in the zeitgeist. It's a a
0: cultural phenomenon. Yes.
1: Okay, so uh, before we get any further uh, with this strawberry episode, I have for you an heirloom strawberry name quiz. Okay,
0: I'm ready. Um, Okay. I'm I'm helping myself to some strawberries and cream while you quiz me.
1: Okay, so uh, for those who haven't uh, listened to the show before or haven't uh, encountered one of these heirloom produce quiz before, quizzes before, the rules are very complicated. I looked up some real heirloom strawberry variety names and made up some fake ones, and Molly has to tell me which are real and which are fake.
0: Will I succeed?
1: Uh, and I don't remember from the past. Like, if you're like, if you if you win, what do you get? You get. Uh, I won't take your strawberries and cream away.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: Flavor Fest.
0: I think that's real.
1: It's real. Bloody Sunday. It's fake. That's fake. That's fake. So for all the fake ones, by the way, I based them on something real. So that was uh, uh, based on the U2 song, which I know is called Sunday Bloody Sunday. Please don't write it. <laughs> Sweet Charlie.
0: That's got to be real.
1: It's real. Fruitful Summer. Fake. Real.
0: Oh!
1: <laughs> so I'm taking away your Strawberries and cream. <laughs> Salmon Creek. I think that's real. It's fake. It's a town in Washington.
0: Oh, man.
1: Gartenfreude.
0: That has got to be real.
1: It's real. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, so what would that mean? Is that like garden?
1: I don't know. So, so when Schadenfreude, what does each part of it mean?
0: I don't know. I don't either. Gardenfreude. Gartenfreude. Gartenfreude. Um, yeah.
1: Okay. Pink panda. Fake. Real.
0: Oh, pink panda. I want some pink pandas.
1: Yeah, I want, yeah, I want a, a puzzle of pink pandas uh, just uh, gallivanting around my home. Lombada.
0: That is fake. No, it's real. Are you serious? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah, I lie all the time on this show, but never during an heirloom produce quiz. Some things are sacred. <laughs> Multiplex. That's fake. It's real. Are
0: you serious? Is Why would I make
1: nice? that up? Why would I even think of that? It would
0: only be better if it were like Cineplex. Yeah. And, and Cineplex on the upper level of these strawberries, you had like very comfortable seating.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Are you going to sit on the strawberries like you sat on those breakfast pastries a couple weeks ago? Maybe. Okay. Cruel Summer. Fake. <laughs> no, that's a Bananarama song. <laughs> uh, ox Heart.
0: That's a tomato.
1: Right. It's a tomato.
0: Yes! Re- <laughs>
1: Red Stinger It's real Nope, that is a Japanese pizza variety
0: Wait, a Japanese pizza variety? (laughs) Yes, one time I
1: found this uh, Japanese pizza delivery menu in Japan And it had all kinds of awesome uh, pizza concoctions Like the Red Stinger, which was a spicy pizza There was also one called Too Much Meat Which is also not a kind of
0: strawberry (laughs) Okay, three more Okay Cap. That's real Yeah,
1: it's real (laughs) I don't know what it means Oso Grande.
0: (laughs) That's fake.
1: No, it's real. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, Strawberry Swing. Fake. Correct. That's a Coldplay song.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Great. Awesome. Oh,
1: Can we just do heirloom produce quizzes nonstop forever? I'm
0: really impressed that you didn't, you know, go the strawberry fields route.
1: Oh, no, that would have been too obvious. That would have
0: been really obvious. I'm going to eat some strawberries and cream here while we get started.
1: Okay, how do we get started exactly? I'm not sure. So,
0: so what is when is strawberry season anyway, Matthew?
1: Now, here in uh, in Seattle, Washington, where where our show comes to you from, that was almost from, English. From
0: whence our show yeah, cometh.
1: When's whence? Yeah the the strawberry man cometh from Seattle. I feel like strawberry season here is like three weeks long at best.
0: And I think that uh, where we live. The place from whence we cometh to you (laughs) is probably not known for the greatest strawberries because it's pretty it's pretty wet here. I find that when I buy strawberries that are locally grown, you need to eat them within like twenty four hours. Right, but is
1: that a bad thing, or is that does that just teach us about the evanescence? Wait, is that the word I mean? (laughs) Yes, of of life.
0: Yes, the evanescence of life. Life is fleeting.
1: Isn't wasn't evanescence a band? Answer. Yeah, answer it. <laughs> life like, is life is fleeting. Wait, is your is your life running? Go catch it. That's our new slogan.
0: Evanescence was a band.
1: Do you have life in question. a can? What did they sing? Did they sing that "Kiss Me" song? I'm not sure. Um, no, that was <laughs> I love that was sixpence none the richer. I think. I <laughs> love. Wait, wait. Now we're having a, a 90s band quiz. <laughs> Uh, who's Letters the, to Cleo.
0: First one to bring up Goo Goo Dolls wins. That's, <laughs> that's me. I win.
1: I, I won't tell no one your name. How about
0: crash, te- crash test dummies? Oh,
1: mm, <laughs> These mm, are all the things. Mm, that that's you, what I say when I eat strawberries.
0: These are all the things that used to be playing over, like, the, um, the, the stereo system in the gym in the student union at my college.
1: Oh, yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, okay.
0: Anyway, strawberry season, Matthew.
1: I have too many songs stuck in my head now. I can't talk about anything else. Uh, yeah, so it's like here in, uh, in Seattle, it's, it's, uh, you know, early to mid-June, well, mid to late June, maybe. hmm Um, uh, and then by July, you're on to raspberries, blueberries are coming up.
0: Sometimes there's like a, a sometimes strawberries get a second wind in the Right, there's some, like
1: late season strawberries, uh-huh. such, such as the, uh, the cruel summer and the red stinger.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, I so I know that some of the strawberries that are grown here are a variety called Rainier. I don't know about other ones. They're also Shucksens. Yes. Which some people who are fruit experts um
1: <laughs> like us.
0: Like not us.
1: <laughs> like David Carp?
0: Like David Carp and or, or local fruit expert John Rowley. Um he is a big proponent of the Shucksen strawberry, which is very loud around here. (laughs) I know a truck just drove by. Anyway, um, shucksens grow somewhere around here, but you don't usually find them at the market, and they're supposed to be the bomb.
1: Oh, so this is like a thing that's great because you can't have any.
0: Yes, exactly. It's one of those. But anyway, um, in France, they have these strawberries... Shut (laughs) up. They have these strawberries called Garriguette that I've always liked quite a bit.
1: What does that mean? I don't know. Okay.
0: But anyway, uh, then there there are also those little tiny alpine strawberries that people have growing in their yards all over here. We have those in our yard.
1: Are any of these things considered wild
0: strawberries? I I always thought that those alpine ones were wild strawberries. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. But... Anyway, so, Matthew, what do you look for in a strawberry? So, I feel like as
1: I say this, like, I have not really done any sort of rigorous comparison to see if I'm just being misled by the appearance, but I really feel like when the strawberry's red all the way through, it's better than one that has white in the middle.
0: You know, I think that we're supposed to believe that. Um, I think we're supposed to believe that. I have not necessarily found it to be true.
1: Interesting.
0: And I don't know if that has to do with like strawberry breeding that people who do people who grow industrial strawberries are maybe trying to get them to look or taste delicious no matter what they look like or maybe vice versa. I don't know. What what are you trying to say? I don't know. (laughs) But anyway, I I think that it's a myth that the ones that are red all the way through taste better.
1: We should probably both be blindfolded right now. We
0: should. We should
1: (laughs) not because of the strawberries. Just like for other reasons
0: do you have a particular like shape of strawberry you look for you know some are kind of like some are kind of giant do you look for the small ones do you look for the giant ones do you look for the ones that are very conical or the ones that are kind of like very plump and round what am i stressing you out
1: oh no i just i just uh like started to wonder if if, uh, thought if you were talking about nipples um i uh i guess i like medium size we're still talking about strawberries right Mm -hmm. um the 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 big ones that look like sort of like when it starts to look like two strawberries fused together
0: <laughs>
1: those those kind of weird me out, but I'll still eat it.
0: I I I totally see what you're saying here. So you basically like breasts that are closer <laughs> together than farther apart.
1: Um, <laughs> like Well, I mean I prefer them to be in the same room.
0: <laughs> anyway, well, you know how some people have like a couple of inches between them and some people like they almost have like
1: please. I'm not going on the record with my <laughs> with my like true feelings on this.
0: Okay, great. All right. So, anyway, how do you store your strawberries?
1: Well, there's always like you know, do you put them in the refrigerator, which which could, like, dull the flavor, or do you leave them out where they could get moldy in terms of sludge within 24 hours? I guess I eat as many as I can the first day, mm-hmm. and then we'll, you know, trim them, maybe slice them, maybe put a little sugar on them, and put them in the fridge to eat by the next day at the latest.
0: Yeah, they are remarkably perishable. I find, actually, that the best way to keep them, and I try to get them into the fridge as quickly as possible... The best way I have found to keep them is to take a sheet pan or, you know, a a flat plate, line it with paper towels, put your strawberries on there, do not wash them yet. Okay. And put another paper towel on top and then put them in the fridge. Nice. So they're sort of. And then,
1: like, set a big pot of soup on top of them by (laughs) mistake. Exactly.
0: Exactly. No, I find that they'll keep quite well that way.
1: For, like, how long, though? What is quite well?
0: Up to four days. Oh, okay. And, I, you know, I think the only strawberries that keep well, in general, are grocery store strawberries. Yeah, which I... And those you could probably sit on without damaging
1: yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I, I I try not to be a snob about this sort of thing, but I really don't like the grocery store strawberries. I have to
0: say that whenever somebody else buys them and I eat them, they are delicious. Okay, They're more, like, consistently delicious than field strawberries, which, you know, like... You know, like, in a pint of strawberries, you're probably going to get, like... 30% that are gonna blow your mind with deliciousness, and the other 70% are gonna be sort of like medium to sour.
1: Now, see, I feel like it's more like I'll buy a pint and not know whether the whole thing is gonna be disappointing or amazing.
0: That's troubling.
1: <laughs> it's really troubling. I it's feel one for of you. It's one of the greatest problems facing our nation today.
0: This episode is brought to you by saltedtv.com. Think of it like Netflix for cooking.
1: Yep. So how are you going to learn to cook or up your game in the kitchen? Is it by listening to us? Obviously not. Uh-uh. Uh, you're going to go to saltedtv.com and get a free trial where you can watch hundreds of videos from over 100 chefs. And we're talking real chefs, like people you've heard of, like some of my favorites, like Elia Abumrad and uh, Gregory Gorday from Top Chef. I love those people. Um, you can watch, uh, incredible classes like fried chicken masterclass, baking boot C- baking boot camp. Yeah. The fried chicken masterclass, it's not just how to make fried chicken, but it's like all kinds of cool stuff to do with your extra fried chicken. Wow, uh, like th-
0: what? What do you do with your extra fried chicken? Oh,
1: there was, uh, I believe Stand there was
0: Stand in front of the fridge and eat it cold?
1: Yes, I think there was a fried chicken grilled cheese sandwich of some kind that can't possibly be bad.
0: No, that can't be bad. Anyway, you get access to unlimited cooking classes and step-by-step recipes, and it's all in HD video, so you can see into these chefs' pores. <laughs> and I would pay $9.99 a month for that.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Chef, Chef Gregory is a good-looking man. You know, it's $10 a month, 9.99 a month, but for you, for Spilled Milk listeners, we can do a lot better than that. You're mm-hmm. going to get your first 3 months free when you go to saltedtv.com/milk and use the code MILK. How much better is your cooking going to be in 3 months uh, after watching all of these awesome videos? We're going to make you come to us, you're going to cook it all, and you can't have any, and we're going to eat all your stuff. That's <laughs> yeah. how good you're going to be.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. SaltedTV.com. There's truly never been a better way of learning to cook. So so, so, what do you do with these strawberries once I'm you have them?
1: Not a whole lot. Uh, I eat them with cream. I eat them as strawberry shortcake, which is just with cream and a biscuit. And I eat them straight, and that's pretty much it. Every once in a while, I will make freezer jam, But I determined that the freezer jam I make at home is not any better than the freezer jam I can buy in the free- in my grocer's freezer case. And so I don't do that much. I anymore. love it when
0: you say grocers freezer. I love case. saying it
1: so much. it's it's a I think it's like a real turn on for a lot of Americans.
0: I think so too. So you know, I most of the time just eat strawberries like you. I will. Strawberries like me. Strawberries like you. You know, if the strawberry isn't super delicious, I will cut them up, put them on a sheet pan in the freezer and freeze them till they're hard, and then scoop them into a bag so that I can use them later. And I will use them in like scones. I throw them into like a really simple cake. Um, What about a smoothie? A smoothie, but you know, I feel like kind of like you were saying with the freezer jam, frozen strawberries yeah. in a smoothie. Frozen strawberries that you bought are, are just use those and save your As own. As opposed strawberries. to ones that you stole. As opposed to ones you stole, yeah. Stra- strawberries that you steal are always tastier than ones. I was going to say
1: we should have said that at the top. Like pretty mm-hmm. much any food you steal is going to be the most delicious. That's going to be the next trend. You know, we've been trying to spot the next trend so we can hop on it with our hip restaurants that some of us have. That's it, what it's going to be. Stolen food.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you, you on the menu. You're going to put like where you stole it from, like the original owner. Like you know, I, I want to know the provenance. Great. I want to. I want to be able to taste the the terroir. I want to be able to taste the thief's fingers.
0: <laughs> Delicious.
1: <laughs> I'm going to keep going with this bit until you force me to stop. <laughs>
0: So let's talk about cooking strawberries, because I think that people have strong opinions about the texture of strawberries and whether or not they should be cooked. Like, how do you feel about strawberry pie? I would
1: not choose it over cherry pie if given the option. If not given the option, sure, of course, I'll eat it.
0: I love the flavor of cooked strawberries. I mean, I, I do occasionally make strawberry jam, and I think that is a wonderful, wonderful thing. But I don't know that I want to eat I don't love the texture of a cooked strawberry on its own. So, like, how do you feel about – I keep seeing roasted strawberries as a thing that people are doing these days. I like the idea of it. The one time I made them, all the strawberry juices in the pan turned to, like, crusty caramel. Oh. And it was was intense. And I didn't find that they were, like, so delicious. They weren't so delicious. Well – I guess how I feel
1: about it, and maybe this says more about like me and my circumstances than about strawberries themselves, but I've never found myself, I've rarely found myself in the position that I had so many strawberries available that I got bored with just like picking up a handful and eating them or eating them a strawberry shortcake and had to like think of something else to do with them. But I mean, I guess some people may have like a strawberry bush or something. Do they grow on a bush, on a tree?
0: Or if you go, you pick, you know, like go to a farm and do you pick
1: that would that would require me to like spend time outdoors
0: but the cool thing is is you come home with so many strawberries that you're in this like delightful panic of like what am i going to do with these strawberries and that is when i might make some jam i might freeze some i might eat some i might revel and (laughs) sit in them You you
1: might bathe in them
0: i might put them in my bathtub and crush them with my feet
1: and make strawberry wine. Yes. Or bathtub strawberry gin.
0: Speaking of uh, adult strawberries, <laughs> how do you feel about chocolate-covered strawberries? Are those
1: considered adult strawberries? Well, no,
0: but I think of them as like, you know, they're supposed to be romantic or something.
1: I think they're gross.
0: I don't think they're gross, but I don't get it.
1: Um, I, but they're just like uh, not very good, but very messy.
0: They are very messy. There's no way to eat them without winding up with like a a toddler style chocolate stash, and that
1: is not sexy.
0: That's not sexy. Um, Maybe for some people,
1: I get yeah. I mean, whatever you're into is totally fine. Um,
0: but they make those cute little tuxedo designs in the chocolate on the <laughs> strawberry, like with white chocolate and dark chocolate, and oh, it I'm, like I'm sure that's the wearing highest a quality chocolate. Yes. I don't um, know. I, are we just being cranky?
1: Maybe. I I guess I guess what I want is is like we wear the tuxedos, strawberries can go naked. That's my philosophy.
0: Great. Great. So, I have one last question before we end this extremely tangent-filled Episode
1: is this <laughs> is this going to be a question I'm willing to answer on the air?
0: Yes. So, how do you feel about those little hulling devices? Oh, they kind of look like staple removers. Yes. And you're you're supposed to kind of pinch the top of the strawberry with it, and you twist a little bit and kind of yank out both the green part and the like core. And why wouldn't you eat the core? I didn't even know strawberries. Well, I guess when
1: you cut them open, there's like that. But I think of the core as being air. Kind of,
0: but, but some of them have like this kind of like little round, like conical,
1: like you're taking a core sample.
0: Yes, but it, it but it's like, f- but you can like easily pull it free.
1: Um, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, but we have more <laughs> strawberries and I, and I maybe we'll try this. I've never used one of those little staple remover hauling things. I used to I used to admire them when I worked at Sir and other people would buy them and I was afraid to ask anyone like how do you use this because I didn't know and this is the first time I've actually ever had it explained to me.
0: The only thing that I can think of is that so at home, the way I usually prepare strawberries is I just take a little paring knife in one hand, strawberry in the other, and just kind of like lop the top of the strawberry yeah. off. And you do lose a little bit of flesh that way. Not your own flesh, I should, <laughs> I should clarify. <laughs> strawberry flesh. So maybe with these hulling things, maybe you get rid of the leaves on top and remove less...
1: So you're saying more hulling, less lopping?
0: Maybe. Maybe, maybe that's the advantage. Maybe one well, of our I, listeners can can write in and let us know why one would choose a strawberry huller well, o- over had, just cutting the top off.
1: You've had that more hulling, less lopping bumper sticker on your car for so <laughs> long. Again, I was, I was afraid to ask what it meant because maybe I didn't want to know.
0: Well, now you know. And see, it was painless.
1: Um, I mean, I d- except for the even, lopping.
0: Didn't even lop off any flesh.
1: And don't forget to go to saltedtv.com to sign up for your three month free trial of awesome cooking videos. I mean,
0: I know it's hot, it's a heat wave and whatnot, but you still you still want to cook, right? I mean Absolutely. just open all the windows, the turn heat- on the computer, and watch those beautiful HD videos and learn. Uh, wow, yeah. Wow, learning is learning is fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the heat wave will be over, but cooking won't. So go to saltedtv.com slash milk and use the offer code MILK for your three month free trial. That was our strawberry episode. You can find us. Why do I say that? I, don't, do, I, don't,
0: I don't know. It's a like, thing I say a lot. Thank like, goodness we're done. Uh. Check that box. That was our strawberry episode. Yeah, let's get
1: out of here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we never have to do that again. Oof. Now we can move on to eating something we actually want to eat, like uh, something, something in 17 layers of packaging. Uh, you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com. Um, how far apart do you like your strawberries? You you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Spilled Milk Podcast.
0: You can leave us a review on iTunes, and that's very helpful to us. It helps other people find us.
1: Do you know, okay, I'm going to break in like right in the middle of the outro here. Do you know that famous poem uh, that like you can run across in college uh, that I believe is called Upon the Nipples of Julia's Breasts?
0: No, I don't think I've ever read this It's is like a famous poem. poem from
1: like the 17th century, I think. We'll post that poem.
0: Who's It's, who it's like a, a
1: mildly, is mildly like titillating a, poem from the past.
0: Is this like a John Donne or Ben Jonson kind of situation? I'm Googling it. Okay. Actually, I think those guys lived before this poem, if, you're, if your timing is correct. I'm having a terrible time completing sentences today. Robert Herrick. Robert Herrick. Herrick.
1: Is, that, is that a poet you're familiar with?
0: Oh, l- oh,
1: <laughs> wow. Oh yeah, we'll link to this one with the Sh-
0: Shall I read it?
1: Oh, please. Okay. Yeah, uh, we can we can do this because this thing has been in the public domain forever.
0: Upon the nipples of Julia's breast, have ye beheld with much delight a red rose peeping through a white, or else a cherry double graced with a lily center placed? Or ever marked the pretty beam, a strawberry shows half drowned in cream, or seen rich rubies blushing through, a pure smooth pearl and orient, too? So like to this, nay, all the rest, is each neat nipplet of her (laughs) breast— Okay. I have never read this kind of smut before, Matthew. Well, uh,
1: I guess your world has been rocked. I think we're bringing back the word nipplet. <laughs> okay. All right, so uh, see you next time. I'm Matthew Amster Burton.
0: <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg.
1: And wait, I guess that was the closing yeah, joke. Yeah, I think it was. You're welcome. <laughs> we'll we pop in your strawberry this week on Spellman. This episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott.
0: Whether you're traveling for work or just enjoying a relaxing week away, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home.
1: Yeah, and if you're a spilled milk listener, we bet that sometimes you want to cook when you travel, and Town Place Suites by Marriott has a Weber grill on the patio. They've got a microwave, dishwasher, stovetop, full-size refrigerator. You are good to go.
0: In other words, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay.
1: Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy.